0: First, my reading. Okay, I already read it in the beginning. going we'll to read it again. Just so you can follow again. So, Omikne Rav, Hayal ibn Ruven ibn A lot of cattle belong to Ruvain the sons of Ruven and the sons of the tribe of God the land, the territory of Yazer. that that it was a place that was fitting for cattle, chulo, etc. And then they asked to Moshe, "Yutam esar please make this territory be given lavadecha to your servants as their inheritance." and Moshe answered them Alzeb, to that request. He answered, "Divrei words of rebuke." But at the end, Omalehem, he told them the following. He said. If you go, go to war for God in, at, at the front of the lines of the troops, and that the land of Israel will be conquered for God, then is this territory that you asked for will be for, you, for inheritance. That's the story, and that's what happened, by the way. The tribe of Reuven and God did not enter, when I mean they entered... Only for the conquering of the land of Israel, but eventually they went back to the eastern side, uh, uh, the eastern border, mm, on the eastern side of the Jordan River, where today uh, uh, Jordan is and the country of Jordan and part of the country of Syria. That's where the tribes of Ruven and Gad settled eventually. Okay, that's the story in in Parsis Matris. Now, I've just. uh, this is a, this is an intro that I doesn't have to do. It's not an intro. Just um, for those of you who are not aware, mamorim, Hasidic discourses constantly have what are called opening passages that just are the way to get to the main theme. Rarely is the opening path. No, okay, no, I shouldn't say rarely. No. In a lot of instances the opening passage of a, a Hasidic discourse is not at all the theme of that discourse. It's just a way of getting to... It's a way of like saying hello and introducing what is actually the main theme of what the Maimon wants to get to. Since this is part of a Hemshech, it's part of a flow series, he wants to continue an idea that he has been developing already in the... In, as I said before, in, in previous... Uh, discourses, so he 's continuing an idea that he had already. Now just that in this essay, he is like starting it off with a questioning a certain event that happens in Khumish. Please do not put too much in your own mind space don 't put that event in the front. I going to important because it 's not at all the topic of the mind it 's just a way of introducing your, uh, the idea that he wants to get to. And that's why he asks the question. He, he says this is where you can't translate everything into English because, uh, because in Chesidus it's called Ashleslech. Ashleslech means it's a key. Sometimes it's called that the, the, the questions in the beginning of the manual are are keys. What do you mean, keys? They're just keys to unlock the door that let lead you to where you want to go. It's not about the questions like it's it's a key. But when you say it English it's a key question. No, that's exactly the opposite of what I wanted to say. you <laughs> the, the no, yeah meaning the that you made as a key. meaning it's only a key. So stop stop when I give you a key when I give you a key, you understand that it's not about the key, it's about the door and it's mainly about what's Beyond the door, so stop looking at the key. <laughs> You're like, oh, well, that's such a nice key. I have to put that on Instagram. No, it's not about the key. It's where the key is leading to. That's why he says that some questions are like keys. It just leads you to somewhere. So just don't, don't, don't stay on it too long, as I'm doing now. But so we have to understand. no Why? Did they choose to stay on the other side of the Jordan? Why? Now, again, when Chesidists asks a question, always you are going to be the one raising your hand, saying, oh, I know, I know, that's a simple one. Yeah, thank you. The one who says the manual also knows that it's a simple question. And if he anyways asks the question, it's because what he means by that is, what is the profound meaning? Because to the question, why do they want to stay to the other side of the Jordan? Well, they said, that they have a lot of cattle, and it's a perfect territory for cattle. So, I don't understand the question. But in Hasidic, in the Hasidic discourse, everything automatically is thought about in terms of the spiritual dimension. Oh, there's Reuven and God, Beruchnis, And there's Eber a Beruchnis, And there's cattle, Beruchnis. What does it mean that if you have a lot of cattle, You want to stay on the other side of the Jordan. You get the question? What does the other side of the Jordan correspond to that that is where you want to be if you have a lot of Starting If you have a a little bit of Hasidic terminology, you start getting... Meaning he's he's not... He said, okay, the story, I got the story. Anyone who reads Hamish gets the story. He's talking a Hasidic. Why? The why here is a profound why. Why do they want to stay? What is the real reason, the profound reason, the mystical reason, the esoteric reason that they want to stay on the other side of the Jordan? And why, if you want to stay on the other side of the Jordan River, then it depends if you conquer the land that Moshe, his, his name, Moshe made a condition with it if you go to war before Hashem, and you conquer the land before Hashem, then only, will you have this land, on the eastern side of the Jordan, then you can have it as an inheritance. Meaning again, all those questions are questions of, in the spiritual meaning, because again, in the simple narrative, It's self-explanatory. There's nothing to explain. They wanted it because they had cattle. And Moshe said, okay, but you're not going to chicken out on the war. It's as simple as that. So if you come, you do war with us, and we're successful, afterwards it's your life. Do whatever you want. It's it's like the the story in itself is not a complicated story. But of course, the question here is, what does it mean beruch aniyah? What does it mean spiritually that if you conquer Eretz Yisrael, spiritually, then you can go to very Yarden because you have a lot of Beis. What does that mean? Ula is there, but to explain that, we will now completely forget about it and put that aside because it was only it was only a key to open the door to where we actually the room that we wanted to talk about. So we now have to introduce Mashin Is Boril, something that we already started explaining previously. That is a very um, that is a signature sentence for a mimer that is part of a series. Okay? It's a signature. We first have to pre- to introduce something that we already explained. In Yan Yaakov Yisrael, we already explained, says the Rebbe Rashab, the author of this mimer, we already explained the concept of Yaakov and Yisrael. And now he's going to repeat the explanation very, very quickly because. It has been explained already. The Yaakov Hubachinas Yaakov Avdi. Yaakov represents Yaakov my servant. So in Torah, a name is a nature. We just read that Hashem brought all the animals to other and he gave them names. And the Torah tells this as an episode. He gave names, and then he said, and none corresponded to man. Which, from a biological perspective, seems a little bit awkward, meaning, and if they would not have been the names, some of them could have corresponded to man. Just you read the passage over there Hashem brought all the animals to other meridians, and he gave them old names, but all of them stayed alone. Like, I, I, don't, like, I don't get the flow of the sentences. Like, what? He was alone. He was alone. That's one point. And then there were animals, and he could have called them dingy, shingy, mingy, okay, like whatever, okay. Isn't that an understanding that he was like potentially looking for a mate? Yeah, but what what names? Why, why names? Name? Okay. Like the the whole thing. He brought the animals. It says Hashem brought the animals, and Adam gave them names. Like it's a, it's like a big issue, right? It's like it's a, it's like, and and Adam was alone. Right. So Hasidus explains. That all the Mauritian saw the nature of everything and gave the names according to the nature of things. Or in words that the altar Rebbe is going to use in Tanya, in the third in the second part of Tanya, Shari Chadamuna. Every element in creation is composed of divine letters. And there is an aquatic creature that is created by the letters Dalit and then Gimel. The divine letters Dalit and Gimel created a creature. When other merchants saw the creature, he saw Dalit Gimel. He said, hello, dog. You <laughs> get it? He didn't call him dog. It's not a name. It's it's who you are. It's not how I call you. I couldn't have called you otherwise. This is who you are. You are Dalit Gimel. That's who you are. That's your that's the Oysias that compose you. So it's not the whole theme of when parents have a child, they the child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We don't have the side of other of, of, of Mauritians, but we have this in of a, a little bit, but let's not go there. So... That's what it means. Other Mauritians saw his composition, and then he saw the composition of everything that existed in creation, and he understood that he was of a completely different nature. No, he was not a distant relative of the chimpanzee. That's what it means. He brought all the animals, and he saw their name, meaning he, he revealed, and he said, and, but then it appeared very clearly that I'm not a Gimel, I'm not a... I'm not a samach vav samach. So uh, I am of a different, nothing corresponds to this. It's like I'm something else. There's there's nothing that corresponds to me. Why am I saying this? Now, because Torah makes also, once you understand that passage in vivacious, then suddenly you also understand what it means when Hashem changes death permanently the name of Avram to Avraham. It means he changed his composition. He like added a chemical component, if you want to use an image of chemistry. And sometimes when you have four chemical elements and you now add a fifth chemical, that fifth can actually make a whole new thing. It's not only another twenty percent. No, 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 no. This fifth element now Produced something that did? Huh? No. Yeah. Go ahead. What did you say? It produced something that didn't exist before. Before you had four elements. Okay. Now, but if you add a hay, bouquet of flowers. Okay. Meaning, oh, oh. Like it's a whole different. It's a whole new thing. But it, it, but it was a permanent change. Because now we add the hay. And kaboom, it's a new thing. But when it comes to Yaakov Avinu, which is our, this, the, the, the closest that we have for Am Yisrael, for us, B'nai Yisrael and our Avedis Hashem, our direct forefather is Yaakov Avinu, there we see something interesting, that the names of Yaakov and Yisrael coexist. Although Hashem says you will not be called Yaakov, but Yisrael, we understand that it means you will not be called anymore Yaakov. But also Yisro. And by the way, it's not a changing the name like with Avram, where he added a letter and he made a new name out of an existing name. No, like it, it's a new name. But okay, so the, what happened with the old name? Oh no, the old name is still around. See the difference between Avram and Avraham? Once you put the hay, then there's no more Avram. Because it's now inside. It's Avram that becomes Avraham. Like, it's like this fifth chemical element that you put into the recipe and now it 's part of the recipe can I take it out no, no you can 't take it out anymore but if you have like a recipe of a cake sorry going back to food I'm hungry uh, so if I have a recipe of a cake we it. and now instead of adding an extra ingredient in the recipe which will make it a different kind of a cake, no I create another cake okay so now I have two cakes it 's okay okay so that's the same thing so I had an old recipe I changed it I mixed it up and then added a new ingredient a new flavor now it's a new recipe like okay muffins new recipe okay but if I had muffins and I have donuts okay so those are two different things so when Hashem says Avram you will not be Avram you will be Avraham oh new recipe so old recipe bye bye gone but when Hashem says to Yaakov you will be not be Yaakov you will be Israel okay but Yaakov exists well there's no more muffins I can't make muffins. You'll do donuts, okay, I can still do muffins. It's not because I can do donuts I can't do muffins. You get it? Okay, so yous okay, yesrol is one thing, but I can still do yaku. Once you get the idea of letters, you understand why the fact that there's yesrol, it's not only that we see that Hashem still uses yakut. Of course, he still uses yakut because the fact that you give him yesrol, how should that take away Do You follow the reason? So you're saying Abraham and Abraham. Yeah, no, it's the same, no, it's the same muffin, just that you, now, we use a, like... Can a, you say vanillin? Huh? Take a putting... had? Yeah, exactly. Can you say, like, vanillin? So Venily that's why mix. also we see that Yaakov is used. Yeah, of course, why shouldn't it be used? Why, yeah, well, Avram, you can't use it, because, how could you use it? Because once you added an ingredient, like the, the old thing is yeah. gone. It's not there anymore. Yeah. I think, can you say, like, with Avram, it's saying, like, Avram started off with a vanilla cake, You put cocoa in it, yeah. he became a chocolate cake, Avraham, yeah. but whereas Yaakov and Yisrael are two different, like, it's, it's not, a, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, because exactly. they're different. Exactly. I knew that food <laughs> examples would work. Yeah. Uh, no, so, anyway. No, Avram and <laughs> Avram <were> the same. <laughs> <laughs> Next time. But that's Avram and Avram. Okay, no, so. It's, uh, it's all yeah, you split the batch and you break both. I'll say... No, Yaakov, you start a new Yaakov's cake. Yaakov's different. You start a new cake. Yaakov you start the new, new, new preparation. Your old, preparation. your old cake is too oh, long. You yeah. still have yeah. your old cake. Yaakov, I don't have the same thing. Okay. So, anyway. so, what does Hashem mean when He says so I'm just... Just follow, girls. Let's follow the flow of the idea. In Tyra, a name is a nature. Okay? In Tyra, a name is a nature. Establish that. Yes. So when you say to someone, you are Yaakov, oh, I am a Yaakov. Now you say, you are a Yisrael. Okay, but I'm still a Yaakov. Yeah. Because I didn't change Yaakov. Yaakov is still here, as I just said. Okay? Not like Avroh. Oh, so now I am and Yaakov and Yisroel. Yeah, and my children are. Huh, well, depends which one. <laughs> oh, he, hes definitely a Yisroel. No, he's a Yaakov. Oh, what does it mean to be a Yaakov? What does it mean to be a Yisroel? What is the kind of relationship that a person has with Hashem in which he is a Yaakov? Because you say name equals nature. What is the nature of the relationship that we have with Hashem? That is that—that's being a Yaakov. That is Yaakov. And what is the relationship? Of so I'll tell you one very simple before I continue reading inside. When did Yaakov Avinu receive the, 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 the name Yisrael? He received the name Yisrael just as he was returning to the land of Israel after he had founded a family and he fought with an angel. And that's when he was given the name Yisrael. Why? Kisarisa im Elokim v'tuchal for you have fought with Elohim and you have overcome him. Oh... That is going to be an interesting theological thing, debate. He fought with Elohim and he overcame Elohim. Whoa! Greek mythology would be really, really excited about that story because that's how you become a Greek god. If you fight with gods and you win a god, then you are a god. Uh, We don't have that. We're not part of Greek mythology. So what does it mean that he fought with god and he overcame god? That's ridiculous. We know Greek mythology. So, again, in Pshat, in simple narrative, you'll open up a Rashi or a Rashba, Torah commenta- commentators. You'll see, no, came is a surname from Malach. Oh, okay. Fine. Well, a little bit misleading. But okay. Well, don't read Chomash without Rashi. Okay. Don't, don't scream. Uh, that's right. Okay. But still, okay. Why, why did they say Kisari say Malach? You know, just. On the safe side, someone should learn Chomash without Rashi or just having the problem of being born before Rashi was born. Like, like so for 2,000 years, people just made a mistake and like believe the Torah was Greek mythology. Like, so comes Chassidus and says, No, you got it all figured out. Yeah, he fought with Elikim. Also oh, he overcame God. Well, he overcame the dimension of Elikim of God, not God, God, not the whole of God. What do you mean, not the whole of God? How many gods are there? No, there's one God. But in God, there are different dimensions. Elokim is God within nature. God's energy in nature. That is Elohim. Yaakov Avinu managed to find God throughout nature to a point that nature was not anymore any kind of obstacle towards his relationship with Hashem. So, el Melohim. He fought Elohim, meaning as God is constructed and obstructed by nature. He fought with that, and he overcame that. So what did, what happens once you go past Elohim? Where are you now? So says, Chassidus, now you are in the supernatural, which is the four-letter name, Yud Now you are, now, now there's no more, Obstacles, obstructions. Elohim is God as he is within nature. But God within nature is concealed and constricted. That's two problems. A, hide and seek. That's problem number one. Problem number two, even if you do find him, it's going to be a sliver of gold. You see the idea? It's like really being a gold digger. You have to sift through loaves of rocks and dirt and earth. And even if you do find it, what do you find? I mean, unless you're extremely lucky, but usually, even those who went, then you find a gram here, a couple of ounces there. But it comes with, it's like this. I'm not even sure if it's a correct English word. I have no idea actually what sliver means. Yeah. I think it sounded like a good word in this sentence. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so a sliver of gold is a small amount. Yeah, eventually you work on it, you can make good money. But it's, it's tough work. First, go find the gold. And then it's not that, like jackpot, you're going to find Fort Knox, built, uh, Like know, Actually, maybe, yes. But then you were like really digging intentionally in a certain place. Uh, but, but if not, you found a piece of gold here and there, unless it was really jackpot, jackpot, and you touched like the main, whatever you call it, no, that's like with diamonds. I'm not even sure what gold. I don't know. That's not. <laughs> I'm not a geophysicist. Uh, so, you see, y- Yaakov is struggling because he has to find Hashem, because Hashem is is Eli. He Yaakov is in relationship, and here we go. Yaakov's relationship with the divine is through the name Elohim, which means God as He's in nature. As such, Yaakov has two struggles. A, Hashem is concealed. So first he has to find them. And we, even when he does find them, he's very, very small, so to speak. It's very, very limited divine energy. And even on the assumption that you do, a lot of people went looking for gold, came back and planned so Even if you do find them, you find them. But then came the moment in his life where Sarisa y'maloykin v'tuchol You struggled, you fought with Elohim, with those obstacles, and you overcame them all. You found the whole of Godliness that is within nature, and then, now, what does it say on your smartphone? Next level. Right? Next level was yisro. What is that level? That level is where he is not in a relationship with the divine name, Yud Kevav Pei Havayet, which is the supernatural, the origin of creation. Hashem is has in the beginning of everything. Now what difference does it make if my neshama comes from Yaakov or from Yisroel? Oh, a huge difference. If my neshama comes from Yaakov, everything is a problem. If my neshama comes from Yisroel, everything is God. So as that. And now let's read it inside. Wait, can you just say, that like, again? if Maneshama comes from... If manashama comes from Yaakov, everything is a problem. True. Did Yaakov have a good life? Like, a good life? No. No, Yaakov didn't have a good life even like the famous Rashi of the beginning of creation. Even when he thought that the time for him to rest had come, now was the turn of the whole Yosef story to start. Yaakov is the one that struggles, that will have to struggle with the reality of creation. His struggle represents, uh, we'll see, like being oblivious to the world, higher than the world. So. The Yaakov, Yaakov Avdi. Yaakov is the level of Yaakov my servant. The word Yaakov my servant is a, is a term that is coined in Tanakh, where it says, al Avdi Yaakov. Actually it's still sung by Jews as a hymn, as a poem at the end of Shabbos. Omar Shahla Yaqov, Hashem said to al Altirah Avdi Yaakov. Don't be scared, my servant, Yaakov. By the way, why do we as Jews sing that HaMatzah Shabbos to see, Sun Tzi? for Yaakov's word, who Beha'oyu is to be in relation with the limited energy, light, the shame Melechim of the name the days that and it is only then, that he can come to the revelation of Avaya. But he'll have to work his way through all the obstacles. The that's what Yaakov's main in worship will be the In working what is called the refinement of the world. Using the world to use it for holy things, for proper things. And you don't even have to start with the world as an exterior entity. Levor will attack his Nefesh it starts already by refining and, and correcting one's own animal soul. And all, everything that is relevant to the animal soul, meaning our human the character traits. Umemelem does, and so, in consequence, Aveidosai, his work, will be with a lot of hardship with a lot of efforts and that's why he's also called an Eved because it's like Avbus first of all even to get some of the divine light since it's a very constricted light that is hidden and veiled and also because of all the obstacles and all the obstructions bahamis that come from the nefesh bahamis from the animal soul, hamali al that conceal and veil the light of the divine soul that a Jew has to use to be able to do this work will be fraught. And specifically, the difficulty will be ha'amal, the toil the yegiya, the hard work, to correct, to fix, to refine the animal soul, the and everything that belongs to it, all of that will come through an intense and an immense labor. It will take a lot of work to get there. And it will have to start again and again and again and again. That is Yaakov. By the way, watch So now, on Shabbos we don't work. So those of you know, those of you who know that there are some songs or jokes associated with Monday mornings, well, our Monday mornings is Matsa Shabbos. You get the idea? Like ah, oh, Monday morning. No, that's not oh, Matsa Shabbos. Meaning Shabbos, Shabbos Lashem. And now, like also another song of Matzah Shabbat. to the world, Zurik to the back to the world, back to the money, back to the to the everything. And then we sing, Amar Hashem El Yaakov. Hashem said to Yaakov, "Al tiro the Yaakov." Don't be a, don't be afraid, my servant Yaakov. Why? Because yeah, actually, it's pretty much what to be scared of. Can we like stay Shabbos like a little while longer? The answer is yes, yeah, we can. It's called Tishri. We just are not celebrating Rosh Hashanah. Uh, so from time to time, we stay a little bit longer in Shabbos. That's like once a year. Uh, it's Tishri. But usually, no. That's why also, what do we say at the end of Tishri? What do we proclaim? Matze Sikh Hashtarah or Matzah Shabbos Bereshus There's a Hasidic minic to proclaim. Out loud, loud or after Afdallah or in Shul, like we finish Afdallah, the Yaakov HaLachlad And now Yaakov's journey starts. And here you have the dreadful music in the back. Uh, Yaakov okay. which means, guys, night starts, sherubah is over, or whatever, honeymoon is over, whatever association you want to do with it. The Yaakov of the dark, so I'll tear off the Yaakov, because it's definitely something to be scared of. I'm gonna have to go taking for gold. Who said I'm gonna find gold? Who said I'm not gonna be robbed? And the answer is no one said. Oh, so I might get robbed, yeah you might. Or you might not find, yeah, you might. And maybe I won't have coiffat, yeah I could happen. Oh wow. You're not being very encouraging. And the answer is that's the advice of Yaakov. It's it's a struggle. Avol Yisrael, but Yisrael, Shavadoser b'vchanas etzem shem avayi. Yisrael, it goes to the essence of the name of Havayeh, Yud Kevafkei. Sheein Hashem el master all of Klal. The name Elohim does not conceal him at all. O'memela in bezashuma avodu ve'yugiok Klal. Yisrael has no avodah. Because a soul that comes with the intensity of Israel sees godliness everywhere. Actually sees. It's like... I don't know if you're aware of this new coaching method of mindfulness, and not, not so new anyway. Okay, like everything is a state of mind, of like being Zen inside. So, to, so for a lot of people it takes a lot of coaching and training, etc. Imagine... The person is that, that, that's that person's nature. That's so not fair. That person is like of the most natural, natural zen. Not that the person is a hippie yay yay, smoking pot all day. No, on the contrary, the person is a real person into real life. The person is like, the person is of this absolute zen of only seeing opportunities and possibilities and solutions. Nothing is ever a problem. Like you say, ah, ah, I can't do that. You must be smoking something. Okay, it's not no. It's not possible. A human cannot be like this naturally. You must have some off days. No, nope. That's who I am. Always. That's oh, not fair. I spent so much money to get to the court of where you are. Uh, my, my therapist became rich uh, but anyways, you're, like this, you're like this awesome person like nothing gets to you but not in an isolationist way, get me not a person who's like living no, you're like living in the world you're married, you have a job but it doesn't get to you Like it, like as if you stay white and bright nothing, like there's never a cloud on your face There's no problems in your life. And you tell people, why are you making a deal out of it? How do you say, make lemon juice, right? This person has this fridge full of lemon juice and lemon cakes and you name it, okay? He doesn't know what lemons are. For him, lemons are only to make juice and cake. Like, Why would you need lemons, otherwise? There's like variations of those people, right? Like I feel like I know people that they're not like never a cloud in the sky, but really overall. But for me, that idea of mindfulness and Zen, etc., is only used as an analogy. So we understand that when it comes to human emotions, okay, positivity, etc. So we understand that. Now translate that now into spirituality. Translate the same idea that you understand in human emotions. Now translate it into spirituality, and actually, translation is pretty easy because it does go side by side. Meaning where. You love to be in contact with, like, wow, another mitzvah, another learning, another. A person who is Yisrael would never have come up with a song that says, es nezir, how come that I can eat and drink and it comes naturally and it, I can't dive and learn naturally. He Actually, he would have come up with that song the other way around. He says, wow, like eating and drinking, yeah, that's just a waste of time it is a waste of time like someone said like, it, some, I think someone once made a, yeah, some company has made a commercial out of it but when you think about it in, in, as a life purpose it actually can be sometimes depressing someone once made a commercial who said choose your mattress wisely you're going to be spending more than a third of your life on it you know, oh wow that's a waste of life For a third of my life Oh, wow. <laughs> that, that's like, okay, that's a lot of lost time. And we don't look at it that way. We like to sleep. Uh, mm-hmm. well, and, <laughs> not to do. Uh, because, <laughs> but yeah, if you choose your mind wisely, you're gonna spend a lot of time. And, 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 and for which the Friedrich Erbe once, and he didn't answer the commercial, but if you want to put them once against the other, would be the quote of the previous Lovatovich Erbe saying, Sleeping, sleeping, there will be plenty of time to sleep in the tomb. Oh, is it still okay? it's a specific idea. Say I'll sleep I'm that. What does he mean by that? It's meaning, okay, if you have to sleep, you have to sleep, but at the end of the day, isn't it a waste of time? But you see, it all depends how you appreciate life or not. If life you live the hardness of it, then yeah, I do want my mattress. I'm gonna snuggle under my bed. Uh, Whatever, he said, because life is hard, so I need a break now. Then okay? my mattress is comforting, it's a place of refuge. And sleep is where I get my energy. But if I am Yisrael, you see, so life is full of opportunities and things to build and do. And, oh boy, still, again, I have to sleep, stupid body. Okay? Can we maybe try and, and, and no, it's a, it's a shame. Like, I'm alive now. I can tell in my body, can't you wait to sleep? You'll sleep in the tomb. Now leave me alone. Stop pestering me with the sleep thing. Like you're obsessed. Uh, <laughs> sleep, sleep, sleep. How much are you going to sleep? You spend the third of all your life, half of your life. On a it's crazy. You see that, well, it depends what kind of person you are. You see how it goes together with Yaakov and Yisrael? Yaakov is like, uh, I need to sleep because it's a struggle and it's an event. Because it's difficult. Yisrael, everything is opportunity. He's he like there's no difficulty in his life. And then here we come. We say, yeah, well, that's really not fair. He said, I want that one. Like where did he buy that? I want that one because what does it say? And he has no difficulty in correcting his animal soul. He actually has no. Obstacle coming from his animal soul. His animal soul is a naturally refined animal soul. The angels' but every word, his work in this world was not to refine the world. Ki the main purpose of his work. because then we can ask you. Maybe you're asking yourself in your mind, yeah, so. So that's not fair. So, so he's not doing anything. He's just chilling. No, like, it, like he doesn't have an avoid. Everything is a lechoz. He doesn't have everything. His godliness. He doesn't. His divine soul, meaning is his human character, is refined. He loves spirituality. Okay, yeah, okay, fine. It's a cheat. You he, 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 he like, he, he, he like cheated. I think it's like the story of this this. this uh, in English alpinist? What? Another word. But so someone does a climb mountains all the way to the top, there Alpinist? You say that in English? I don't know what the word is. Okay. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it's so the guy that climbed up, I don't know. I'm not so well versed in English. <laughs> yeah, no no but I'm talking like you know, Himalaya and Everest etc. That he came all the way to the top and it's like not normal, tremendous effort. And then as he came to the top, like almost like half dead. Uh, suddenly he's he a small child playing over there in the snow. He's like, what? How did you get here? I don't mean, know how I got here. I live here. I mean, he's born there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you were born down there, and then your whole, like, there was a whole trek, a whole journey to come all the way to the top. So that's not fair. He's not fair. He's born there. So that's not, not fair. That's where he's born. Like. What for you was your biggest lie thing to get there? Well, someone is there as a child because he's born there. Obviously, who are we thinking about when we talk about that kind of nishanas? Sadiqim. This is the idea that Chazal, our sages teach us that Moshe Rabbeinu, the house filled up with light, the me. When he was a luminous child, it's, it's, he's naturally spiritual. He's spiritually inclined. That's the way he is. so that that's a concept in Hasid. Some of the come from Yaakov. Some of the come from Yisraq. Some of yeah. the yeah. Yaakov is scripted, Why we have both? We have both. But, the main, but think about it, the 12 Shvatim were all born before the change of the name. So it's actually only Levi afterward that was chosen. I think you know, he was chosen. Or, or in the beginning it could have been the Bechar, which means this. Bechar doesn't only mean firstborn chronologically, it can also mean the best, like the See the difference? The and Bechar are the same word. But when it comes to fruits, it doesn't necessarily mean the first, first. You don't have to be with a video camera and say, oh, he's first. It means also amongst the first, the best. Yeah. So you see, bechor B'chari, meaning that it could have been initially that there would have been Yisrael throughout, everywhere, and then it became one Shabbat. But then afterwards, after Holm B'etzal it's again throughout Am Yisrael. That's why oh it's throughout all the Jews. We could technically all become a, a, a Yisrael. But what does Alti Rebbe say in the Tanya? That the level of Tzaddik is something that is given as a gift, right? Because that's what it basically is. It's a level of Tzaddik. Could there, could there be someone with a Yisrael? It, it's a natural level of, of, of Tzaddik. It's a natural level of Tzaddik because he's is not interested in doing a virus, it goes against his life's goals. He's not interested. His relationship with Hashem is so intimate and so strong that why, why would you do that? Is it possible to have... It's like... I'm just... What I'm saying, I, I just, And we're going to talk about that in a moment because we're talking about... In a moment, to go to talk about son. I don't know if we'll get there. But also when it comes, for example, for example, house rules. House rules between parents and children. So it will depend on certain... Families or in certain children, how is that going to be lived? As of course this is how we behave because we belong to this house and this is our parents' house and this house. Why would you go against that? Like, what's the point? Like why? Why? Like but how do you how do you deal with it? I don't deal with it. That's how I live. Like why would I want to go against that? So that's one way of maybe certain rules or certain children. And in other places, it's going to be much more, which much, much more straight. Oh my, why? Because I don't like, but why? Okay, okay, no? Okay, Uh so see, that's like Yaakov and Yisroh. Okay, and it sometimes can be the same child, depending on what rule. The one rule is like Yaakov, okay, but okay, I have to accept, because I have to understand that everything and the other thing is no, it's true Like I have no problem with it of course why would I go against that and the person says no, let's do this no, I'm not interested wow, oh, you're such a in Israel we call it Yele Tov you're not going against your parents so it's not about being Yele Tov Yehoshalayim it's just, why should I go against my parents I, I don't want to go against get it it's not that I'm like like holding myself tight. like oh, no like it's listen it's their homes. So like I'm, I'm I don't want to go against them it's my choice. You see, mm-hmm. the difference is his and Israel. So Tzaddik is Israel. So David doesn't want, David doesn't want. End of the conversation. If he doesn't want, then I don't want. It's like him and me, same thing. I want what he wants, and vice versa. Oh, OK, yeah, it is actually a vice versa. And others that say, no, listen, if it would be up to me, I would tell you, go for it. But you know, my mother, okay, you know, it's my mother. I'm not going to say anything, but honestly, I don't, I don't know what her, but she does not love it. And you know what? Do it quickly before she comes back. <laughs> yeah? And you're saying you they have no desire. Huh? They have no desire to do anything. They have the desire to be with Hashem. They have a very strong desire. They're not transparent. They're very transparent to be one with Hashem. So like they said, it's hard to Yes, her is getting blown away by them. Like, do you want it? To? No, I don't want it. Why should I want to do that? That's stupid. It's like a person who has no desire, not even in the slightest, for example, for drug use. Being proposed, you want to buy? No. Oh, because you're following rules? No, because I, because I don't want it. If I would want, maybe, then I would think about the rule. I just, I don't want it. Ending. It's just, meaning I identify myself, but at the end, oh, because you were told. Yeah, maybe, but I agree. And I, I, I'm, I'm on the same page, so that's a Tzadik with Hashem. It's a on the same page. Is this a level that we should be striving to? We should give it a gift to someone. I'll to says, yes, as a strive, yes. That's why it's a much-be, How we have a gift to it? I don't know. I mean, Maybe. At the altar of a certain time. It should be a strive. It should be a strive together. Is but it, it could be. For to get to not not as a guarantee. Is it possible? Yes. Yes, but it will always be a gift. Like at tzaddik. As trying to reach a the level some of some a... tzaddikim will be born naturally, Israel. They will never go through okay. the, the Yaakov procedure right off the bat. They will be Israel. Some tzaddikim will start Yaakov, and they will be let into the level of Yisrael. Is it possible for there to be a Yisrael who's not at Sadiq? No, it's not possible. Okay, that's it for today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.